So, hello and welcome to episode 17 of the Soutcast this season with myself, Glyn Price, and I'm joined as usual by Ollie Warner. Have you had a good week, Ollie? Hey, mate. Yeah, I'm good, thank you. Good, good. That's nice to hear. Um, yeah, so we're here to cover the FA Cup shenanigans again, aren't we, with the uh, the league being left in the wake for another week? Um, and yes, it was another routine win for Shrewsbury, wasn't it, which we're going to cover. So, that was happy days um, into the third round. Yeah, we'll be able to talk about that in a minute, but... Um, Unfortunately, having been boasting about it the other week, Ollie, I said I was going to go to all the games between now and Christmas, <laughs> didn't I? Which turned out to be completely rubbish because I was actually in London this weekend watching tennis, of all things. So, um, yeah, it's going to be a lot, a lot of your thoughts this week, Ollie, because you went to the game, didn't you? I did, mate. I'm a committed town fan. <laughs> yeah, you called me a part-timer last week, which I didn't like very much. Well, yeah, you, we, we, it's, you have to sometimes put life, life before football. But, um, yeah, <laughs> we'll, we'll miss games and stuff. But, yeah, I've managed to make this one. Um, it, and, yeah, interesting to... Yeah, I'm sure you're looking forward to me sharing the details of you. There's a, I'm sure there's a few things you heard about. Um, um, there's a few. Obviously, Dean Henderson made an appearance, but mm. uh, yeah, um, a few interesting things to go through, and not too many highlights. Uh, but um, yeah, it was a good win for Shrewsbury Town. Yeah, it's always rubbish when you miss a win, isn't it? You know, if you if you lose or you didn't go to an away game in a normal season, yes. But this yeah. season, we do win quite a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Actually, yeah, if you miss a game, you generally miss a win at this stage of the season. So. Yep. Um, yeah, there we go. So, yes, good. We, we shall find out what went on, uh, and you can retail me of the, the story of the goals, and, um, yeah, we'll go straight into the highlights now, Ollie. Laverty has been the man who's taken a few free kicks for Shrewsbury in these early weeks of the season. Malcolm has assembled a four-man defensive ball. It will be Laverty. Goes for power, and what a strike for Josh Laverty! Touched to him by McIntyre, and he hit it like a dream for more than 25 yards. So it was Shrewsbury Town 2, Morecambe nil, uh, And uh, yeah, a good attendance. Well, for the FA Cup, I suppose. It was up a little bit on the last home game, wasn't it, in the FA Cup, I think. So 3,859. No, it was down. It was down. a little bit down. Oh, yeah. dear. It was oh, down well. by 700. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, God. See, this is me even being away, Ollie. I didn't even notice that. That's pretty bad, actually, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it is. And, and interestingly, Morecambe brought 100 less fans than non-league older shop. Um, wow. So yeah, um, it was interesting. So yeah, there was nearly th- three thousand nine hundred for the um, for the older shot game. Oh, for yeah. this game, there was just under three thousand two hundred, and it did feel very quiet and empty, kind of going into the ground. It was a bit weird actually. I was walking down the way, the path at the back of by Sainsbury's, yeah. and there was more people walking away from the ground than to oh, the ground with me. It was really bizarre. I was like, "Where are you going? Like, what's going on?" <laughs> <laughs> That's a bit weird, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, I was reading the wrong number off the agenda there, wasn't I? Yeah, that is a bit um, shocking to be honest. So five hundred odd extra uh, less Shrewsbury Town fans yeah. Yeah, what'd you put that down to Ollie? I think I think Aldershot was maybe interested in playing a long league team and I think mm. pre- people would just thought Morecambe easy win um, save money even though it's 12 quid for season ticket yeah. holders I think people just thought I'll oh, save the money um, thought they'd probably win and they did well, I, hope it, I, I should imagine it won't be that low next round if we get a good draw. In no, the next round not, unless we get someone rubbish. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure it'll be better next next round. Yeah, I should imagine the club are quite disappointed by that. But um, there we go. So. Anyway, but it is what it is, isn't it? So um, yeah, we've got a few stats here. Another one you, you want to tell us about in a minute. But um, yeah, sort of the main thing we were just talking about it being 2-0 to Shrewsbury Town. But Alex Rodman scored on 32 minutes and Sean Molly scored on 37 minutes with a, with a penalty. So that was both the wingman's fifth goal of the season, which is it's just a decent return from them at this stage of the season, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's good. It's good for wingers to score. And I remember at the start of the season we were concerned, weren't we, of who was going to get the goals. Um, so it's yeah, it's been mm. quite encouraging. It has. And what's your? You've got another stat here, Ollie, just to bring into this one as well. Yeah. So interestingly, um, last time we played Morecambe, we've won five times in a row now. Yeah, right. Awesome. That's well. There you go. I mean, they're, they're not the biggest of clubs, are no. they? And I know they've they've had a sort of resurgence from the non-league and doing okay to have stayed in the football league, really. And um, they've been here for quite a while now, haven't they? I remember going to Morecambe when we were in the conference season, all that sort of thing. Yeah, so. we've been playing quite a few times. So, you know, obviously, we were yeah. in League Two together for a while. 
weren't they? Yeah, but um, yeah, but they do all right to stay in the football league. So I'm not. They are the sort of team I think yeah. we would have a good history against, to be honest with you. So that obviously continued on Saturday uh, with another win, didn't it? So yeah. um, yeah. So we're going we're going to the team really. The main change, I suppose, at the back was uh, Dean Henderson. Obviously, yeah. Man United have made him cup tied still again. So McGivlery came back in. Um, Bolton again got the nod at right back um, with Beckles and Nasala staying the two centre backs and Sadler back at left back. Um, and then the midfield three uh, was just basically Bryn Morris in for Rabu Agogo again, wasn't it? Which worked uh, quite well against Bradford, re- yep. despite the result, um, with Nolan and Godfrey ahead of him. And then the two normal wingers, Rodman and Wally, and Payne uh, preferred to um, Carl Morris up front. So, yeah, I, I suppose it was nice to see us play a strong team was my first thing when I saw the, saw the team coming out of uh, on Twitter and bits and pieces whilst I was down in London. Yeah, it doesn't do surprising, is it? You think about no. the potential... Um rewards of a of a third round tie and one that could mention you mean either financially or just um yeah in terms of just obviously progressing um so that yeah. was yeah so that was interesting but um yeah it doesn't surprise you does it I, I imagined before the game you thought he'd play a full strength team yeah I, I did i mean yeah whether bolton or riley played or um yeah or Payne or carton morris those are the two that sort of might be a bit slightly bit more interchangeable i guess in yeah. terms of the personnel but I don't think Bolton or, or Payne really did too much wrong against Bradford, despite us losing. So, um, yeah, there we go. I, I wasn't surprised by that team at all, and it, and it certainly seemed like when, you know the sort of team that would beat a, a poor Morecambe. They've not been having the greatest season, have they? So, no. Um, there was forty places or so between us. Yeah, exactly. I mean, one of the things I was going to ask you about was what sort of reception did uh, Aaron Wildig get when he was announced before the game? Did you see that? Um, I didn't really notice. Um, I, oh, think right, okay. I think it's because I was kind of like I wasn't there that early. As I'm normally there quite <laughs> early, and then like kind of my mates turned up like really late, probably just as the town teams had been announced. So I didn't really pay any attention um, oh. during the game. He didn't really get any special attention. Um, maybe um, he probably got you know, a nice little clap or something like that. Um, okay. But yeah, nothing really to to say. And yeah, he um, after that he didn't really do too much. Um, no. And but interestingly, I guess they had their main striker missing. Um, I can't remember the guy's name. He's a bit of a pantomime villain. I can't remember his uh, name. Now, the oh, right. thirty-eight-year-old striker who was missing, um, but yeah, it's some. That they're not a great team. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Well, I think I'm about to find that out, aren't yeah. we? And uh, yeah, so yeah, I suppose what what did it start like then after that? When the game got going, were, were Town good on from the off? Yeah, they were. They were very, um, very slick, very quick. Uh, the pitch looked really nice. It was, yeah, it was a good. Obviously, a bit wet as well, so the ball slipped around really quickly, and it was clear what we were going to do. We were really going to push um, the wingers on and really press and get on quickly, and and that worked. And we started the kind of the first seven minutes really well. Um, and I thought, well, this is going to be, you know, this is going to be a fun game. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like it. I mean, I going on what what I've been reading on on the internet, and uh, I listened to a bit of the commentary and seen the highlights back. But um, you say you started slick and quick, but it seems like you're saying the wingers got in the game straight away. And and you know, who was particularly the most impressive of the wingers? Because obviously they both were involved in the game a lot. And and which of them was probably the one that shaded it for you? Um, overall in the game, it was definitely um, Worley, and I'd say okay. he probably started the brighter as well. Um, as if, yeah, definitely Worley. He a lot of the stuff was going down that that flank, um, and I think also you know Worley has a backup with bolts. And he, yeah. he he pushes forward well, um, and they got a good partnership there. So yeah, it was more more down the right um, than than the left, um, and and their their fullback did get uh, pick up a book in a bit early on as well. So oh really yeah. Mm. That was helps, doesn't it? Yeah. It was Robin that had the first effort of note. I'm, I'm reading. Yeah, he did. So, um, so he was on the left flank, cut in in the box, um, and then had a shot um, against, and it hit the side netting, um, and that was a good effort. Um, it was close, um, and it was, yeah, it was about time he had a chance because yeah, we'd kind of we'd put a few balls across, and yeah, balls were kind of flying flying across. Yeah, I saw that one on the highlights. It looks it's really tight in on yeah. these sort of inside posts, isn't it? And it looks like a 
It looked to me like the keeper got it from the highlights, but it could be yeah. In real time, bit. I thought the keeper saved it, but, um, yeah. but he didn't. Yeah, it looked yeah it looked like the highlights as well. And then Payne had a chance as well after that, quite soon after that, didn't he? Yeah, he he was a really nice ball, um, well, nice ball in from um, from um, Wally to Bolton, who was on the overlap. He crossed the ball, nice control by Payne, and a solid shot by Payne that went that went wide. So yeah, it was nice nice to get some shots um, off against them. Yeah, it was, I was guess a question about Payne actually, because um, obviously my parents were both there, and my brother was there. And I've just been over to see my mum and dad's great Christmas lights switch on it's a very big part of the Price family pre-Christmas tradition Ollie but um, yeah I was around there talking to him about the game and I was asking them for sort of their thoughts on it and my brother was of the view that it was basically a routine Shrewsbury Town win uh, not you know obviously it's what it was, and and my mum was my mum was sort of saying similar things. But one of the things my brother brought up, he said he sort of sort of nodded as me I was leaving. Was a bit, it was a bit like he thought pain was quite wasteful again. Did did you agree with that, Ollie, or was that a bit harsh? Do you think? Um, I think that was a tad harsh. <laughs> uh, he worked really hard. He had a few chances, but I wouldn't say he had you know five or six chances during the game. Um, mm. He had a few. Um, and he's a, yeah, he obviously didn't score, but yeah, I think I think Mike's been a little bit harsh there, maybe. Oh, well, you have to pick it up with him next time on the <laughs> podcast, Ollie. You can you can tell him off for that, but um, yeah, so yeah, the, obviously we're on the front foot, making chances, and then yeah, first goal. Uh, you just mentioned how well Wally did, didn't you? And uh, I, I watched the highlights back. He absolutely mullered the guy who was on the uh, yeah. his defender, wasn't he? <laughs> well, it's interesting from the kind of the first kind of start of the game. So, yeah, seven eight minutes in, and then the game kind of um, ebbed in their direction for a bit. So the pendulum oh, right. swung with them. Um, and we struggled a bit, and yeah, Hurst was quite critical of um, Payne um, actually about he was passing not, and he wasn't getting at the fullback enough. Um, and then yeah, I don't know whether he had a, a brother um, Doggy had a, a word of him in his ear because um, mm. they were attacking the away end. Um, and yeah, he, he absolutely did the fullback. It was almost it was quite embarrassing, really, wasn't it? The, how yeah. quickly he turned him, and then a really nice cross, and yeah, um, Rodman in there at the back post. It's um, we've talked about them connecting quite a few times, haven't we? And they seem to be on the the kind of the same wavelength. And yeah, yeah. Um, Rodman was in, and yeah, he managed to get his right foot on it, and then yeah, one nil. Um, happy days. Yeah, on the, on the replay, I think Rodman did really well because it comes a little bit from behind the defender, doesn't he? And just nips yeah. in there right at the right moment, just to sort of you know get enough of a of a sort of foot on it to, to send it past the goalkeeper and, and you're saying they link up well I can remember Rodman at least one of his goals came from Wally this season didn't it there was a back post header that he scored um, from a Wally cross and yeah they, they're a really good combination actually that they seem to you know as wingers you're going to kind of know where that back post yep. cross is going to go to don't you and they, they seem to both be doing really well with that very similar to sort of Junior Brown when he's in that position at the back post from crosses as well so yeah real, real good combination and, and yeah one nil up I suppose everyone was starting to think you know should we get another one and then start looking to it get five again <laughs> if it had been that easy yeah it's funny it's just probably a good time to talk about the fans um, Shrewsbury Town fans were quietish you know in Ooh, the first okay. half um, yeah. the Morgan fans made a lot of noise you've got to give them credit um, they did they sang from the start and they were very vocal for a while and Shrewsbury fans yeah there wasn't wasn't too much on the pitch to excite them um and they mm. weren't yeah getting weren't that noisy off the pitch you're not saying you know they were silent but um yeah it wasn't um ferocious um kind of chanting or anything like that um, no. and yeah just would have thought it was just giving credit to Morecambe's fans at this point yeah yeah they had a drum didn't they as well I, yeah I they had a the, drummer the... yeah they had a drummer <laughs> and they were chanting for quite a bit um and yeah it was, it was a big game for them yeah it was it was I guess yeah it was a, a fun game for them there was the kind of um rather um annoying silly pathetic chants about England and stuff like that yeah, um, which say. is a bit boring um, but yeah it was they were they were alright and to be fair to them they didn't have much to chat about on the pitch because <laughs> they don't look very good um, no. they've got like quite a few ageing players um, their right wingers looks like he's like he looks like 
he's in his 40s or something, he just seemed a bit slow and pedestrian. And <laughs> they weren't good. They weren't very good. Uh, uh, you know, when Aaron Wilde got the ball, he tried to link up play. And their, um, their, like I say, they'll say their best player um, was a guy called Campbell, who was a little number 10 player on playing on the kind of left flank. They played a 4-2-3-1 yeah. formation and he was on the left flank and would cut in and he was a bit quite short, small and nippy. Yeah. Um, but other than that, yeah, they were a bit pedestrian and it's not a surprise really that they're struggling um, in League 2. Yeah, so it's funny, isn't it, with Wilding, he, he was one of our you know, alright players, wasn't he, at the upper echelons of League 2 and, and decent enough in League 1 at times when he got a, dis- you know, a chance. But, you know, it does show you, even with a, with a talented player from a, you know, a, a team like Cardiff where he come through their ranks, you know, you can end up falling down the pyramid and if you get stuck in a team that's not having a particularly good season, it doesn't really help your career, does it? No. But, um, well, yeah, you think of Nolan. Yeah, you think of oh, Nolan yeah, exactly. last season, you yeah. know, if Shrewsbury had picked him up would have anyone had picked him up yeah exactly. um, it was quite funny and yeah Hurst did talk about um, Wilde before the games in the pre-match um, yeah, right. and he was saying what a good player he was what a tidy player he was so interesting um, obviously Hurst knows every player so there's no surprise there but no. yeah he was fairly complimentary about it I'm not sure if it's enough to sign him but um, yeah he was fairly complimentary about him one to keep an eye on yeah there yeah. we go so you just the, the goal went in and obviously want much time to celebrate that because the second goal came pretty quickly yeah. similar to the first FA Cup game wasn't it yeah we we, we we kept on going I think that was the thing as well going into the game and um, um, BBC Shropshire actually um, had BBC Shropshire played an interview with the Morecambe manager which is a bit different you don't really hear the the, um, the opposition manager on the radio for the game but he um, he was saying he was running through our players um, and we obviously know that a lot of players come from non-league, but even but the the sheer number of them was just huge. So he's running through all the players that have kind of like you know come up through the leagues. Like Wally was at um, Luton, wasn't he? Rodman and and Toto and Payne, yeah. Bolts. Um, you know Nolan has been playing obviously at Chesterfield, and he was playing non-league with Grimsby. So so many of our players, and it was making me think. I was just walking across the Sainsbury's car park at this point, and it made me think. One thing we're definitely not going to have today, um, and that is a um, you know a. A, a, a league performance, a soft league performance versus a tough non-league team. If that makes sense, yeah, we were never going to get that. And yeah, as soon as we scored, we just carried on. You know, there wasn't yeah. any um, kind of you know, you know, aim of fairness. It was just like right, let's get on, let's try and get another goal. Um, so it was mm. quite clinical, and yeah, it was a, a nice ball. And um, Nolan comes dr- running through the middle. At this point, the game had really been focused on the flanks particularly the right yeah. and then Nolan just kind of comes like pulsing running down the middle of the park kind of breaks their um, their offside trap and um, Wally does a really nice lofted ball over the top um, yep. Nolan as he does he chested it and brings it down brilliant absolutely brilliant kind of skill and control um, gets towards the goalkeeper goes past the goalkeeper and the goalkeeper comes down goes down goes for the ball and takes him out and yep. you can imagine then what happened in the fan, in the in the stadium red 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 yep. red and then what happened? <laughs> Yellow. Yeah, and why? <laughs> well, it, it's interesting. I mean, obviously, I wasn't there at this point in time. I was, I was uh, just chilling out in my, in my hotel. Um, and yeah, it, it's interesting because you, you sort of said there's never a red. You know, I, well, I, I tweeted, didn't I? I tweeted. Yeah, on the you tweeted it, account. and then. Another one of my friends who we should just say was a goalkeeper for the for the away supporters. So obviously, you know, there's there's thoughts he has on goalkeeping that maybe you you don't have, Ollie. But he was like, I can't believe that wasn't given a red, and, and he's aware of the rules and. It, you know, it's all about it's all about the intention to, br- to bring the player down, isn't it? If you're yeah. making a deliberate attempt for the ball and you bring the player down, you can be given a red card. 
But the what the judgment that anyone has to make looking at that, and I've looked watched the replays, was he really deliberately trying to get the ball or the player? It's it's pretty fifty fifty, wasn't it? I can understand why I only got a yellow card, and obviously that's what you thought should have happened. And I don't suppose you changed your mind looking at that replay, no, have you? Not at all. Yeah. He went to try and get the ball. Um, it wasn't uh, you know, it wasn't a, a I don't know, a pull back or you know that no. kind of thing to like you know, it was no attempt to try and win the ball. He clearly tried to get the ball. And for those just to kind of we when we first started the podcast, the start of last season, we talked about the rule changes. We did, um, yeah. and it's a long time ago now. But just to kind of repeat, <laughs> there was this rule put, brought in play that um, that basically you wouldn't get double punishment. So the, yeah. the, the 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 FA took the decision that if you give away a penalty, that's a huge disadvantage or a huge penalty to have. Having a player sent off um, is you know is is one too far. So if that if that um, if that tackle, let's call it a tackle, had happened outside the box, then the keeper would have been sent off. Um, but yeah. as it was in the box, we had a penalty. He got a yellow card. Um, and we went, and it was funny. It was, it's funny because my first reaction was, "Is red," and then I was like, "Oh no, actually, the rules." Mm, um, and yeah. then there was some Shrewsbury Town fans um, who were going ballistic, um, and that put a bit of pressure on the ref. But um, but it's it's funny you can see the players knew. Uh, the only person to get, if I watched the highlights back, the only person to approach the referee was Nolan, and then Nolan and. Uh, it's Roach, isn't it? The goalkeeper was standing by the referee and he, he was listening to the explanation and Nolan just was sort of talking to the referee and that Roach sort of gave like a cheeky look and was like, I'm not going to say anything here because I think I'm going to get a yellow, but I'll just, you know, <laughs> leave it sort of thing. It's quite funny you should watch a wreck on the replay, but obviously Nolan would Nolan would ask because he's just been fouled and is annoyed about it, but none of our other players went up and got in the referee's no. face, which is good to see. And then they're obviously aware of the aware of the rules. So, yeah, a yellow. And, and as I say, before the rule change last last year, Ollie, that would have been a straight red. He was last yep. man and, and he would have gone. So the, the rules have definitely changed. But um, there we go. So we got another penalty. And then I thought about you thought back to Barry away, didn't you, Ollie? When Wally was standing there, yes, <laughs> I did. And I was like, and interesting, actually, Hurst said that penalty against Barry wasn't too bad. But I would say anyone who takes a penalty. Um, with the outside of their foot, even if they're messy, <laughs> it's kind of yeah, Dyson. Well, maybe I give Messi the benefit of the doubt, but um, yes. yeah, if you know, if you're a League One um, footballer, um, I wouldn't say that it's acceptable to do. But anyway, we've talked about that before. So yeah, it was a good Here penalty. Go. It was yeah, he just booted it into the right um, top corner. Yep, no, um, keeper had absolutely no chance, and um, yeah, it was kind of. I wouldn't say everyone went mad. It was just like, yep, kind of bit of clapping, a bit of yay. And then, yeah, um, we moved on. Mm. And that was 37 minutes then. And so I guess there wasn't really anything extra that happened between no, then and half time. There was some quiet spells. So um, there was, so between the start of the game and then up to the, the, the two goals, then it went quiet again. Uh, yeah. And then there was quite a bit of quietness actually um, in the second half, but we'll come on to that. Yeah. So when in a half time, yeah. um, and yeah, I I've been in getting the habit now of bringing a flask into the stadium with some soup. No, you're such an old man. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm an old man, but it's cold, and well, actually it wasn't that cold this weekend. Actually, I actually had to take my coat off, but I'm just like they don't do soup anymore. And I used to enjoy the soup, so um, yeah. They don't do anything anymore, soup. do they? No, that's, no, they don't. It's pretty cool. But... We could do a whole podcast, Ollie, on how crap the buffets become. <laughs> but like, what's the point? We're going to MK Don's next week, so let's definitely talk review their their food. Yeah, um, there we go. Is it, and there's no point in us talking about it, Ollie because every match the, the football club asks for comments about what they could improve and everyone <laughs> always puts us. Sort, the, sort the toilets fix the catering 
and they haven't sorted any of those things out so I wouldn't even bother giving them your feedback to be honest with you because yeah. they do nothing with it but there we go it's just my miserable I've been stuck on a train for five hours today so I'm feeling slightly yeah I heard holiday, heard so. about all that but, um, <laughs> yeah there were no all the trains were cancelled out of Houston brilliant what a, what a great start today that, that, was. Was, that, that um, area must have been rammed that, that square <laughs> yeah, it wasn't good fun it wasn't good fun so there we go you had a better <laughs> at least you saw a win this yeah. week had a better time than I did travelling up and down to London but um yeah, there you go. So you had your nice bit of soup. Happy days. Um, and then, yeah, second half. And, and what you just said then before we talked about half-time was that the vibe was there was lots of down moments during the game. And again, talking to my mum and dad and my brother um, just before when, when before we recorded the podcast, they, they certainly said the same thing. There was a lot of like down moments where there wasn't really much going on and not, they weren't really threatening and we were just playing it quite easily and, and it was a bit dull at times. Um, but yeah, I think that was probably a fair reflection of what they said. But um, I suppose there was more stuff that happened in the second half, wasn't there, that was of interest? Yeah, it was. Um, I can't remember but the Dodds came on in I think about 59 minutes and before mm. then um, Wally was ripping up um, the full back again um, he was yeah he had a good game um, for um, I thought yeah he had a good game we'll come on to the top three obviously later on um, and then um, then Dodds comes on so um, probably the best chance of the second half was um, he does the full back and just like almost similar to the goal, he does the fullback. This time he runs further into the box yeah. and pushes it back to Dodds, who shoots. Um, and it was a decent effort, but yeah, two. It was you know it was an easy save for the keeper. Oh, I don't know. I watched the replay. It was a one-handed save. I thought it was quite a good save actually. Was, but, yeah. I would say it was an easy height and it wasn't too yeah, far maybe, away. Yeah. But yeah, it was a it was a decent save. We'll give him the benefit it looked of good. that. <laughs> yeah, um, and funny actually, I had um, at this point. So Rodders obviously scored for us, got the first goal. So that for me was yeah. happy days. Because um, I put a bet on um, shoot for five power in Shrewsbury to win 3-0 Rodgers to score at any time oh, yeah. so at this point um, in the second half for a goal. yeah I was praying for a goal and um, actually um, Louis Dodds um, put on Twitter you know hopefully we get Sheffield Wednesday um, in the next round of the FA Cup Yeah, uh, and I um, tweeted him saying um, your miss cost me 90 quid and he, he liked it back so he obviously thought that was oh, quite well, there funny you go. Um, <laughs> <laughs> he did, hopefully he wasn't listening to what we said about him at the Berry game mate yeah. otherwise no. he probably wouldn't and to be fair he was really really good he That's was, good to hear. Yeah, he was really good. And yeah, he um, came on and he was very impressive. He was, he's working hard. He got in a few tackles. Um, um, you know, he did what Duds does. He got the ball, sprayed it around. Um, and I think um, in a, in a, in a, on a nice pitch with a bit of space, um, yeah, he, he played well and fair play to him. You know, we'll criticise players when they don't play well, but we'll also give them the plaudits when they do play well. Well, maybe league, maybe league two's his level now, Holly. No, oh, it's a bit harsh. I, th- I think, I think, I think, um, I think Dodds will come into his own this season at some point. I'm hope so anyway, because I do like him and he does work well. And I heard this week um, that even though he hasn't been playing, he's one of the players that really kind of sets the attitude in training and the kind of the, uh, the positive I, atmosphere. I think that is a fair point, and and also we, we've got to be relying on Dodds because of the squad being quite small, as as the football club been saying and Brian's been saying in interviews recently. You know, he's going to get football. He's he's going to have to put performances in like he did against Morecambe and not put performances in like against Bury otherwise we're going to be in trouble so yeah I mean there you go the, the, the most recent two games he's had is that and Bury and, and both obviously very different sides of the spectrum yeah. and I guess it's the next few games where he proves whether he is going to kick on a bit this season or he's going to slip back so yeah he's, he's got a chance I suppose now if he's yeah. going to get a bit more football but um, good to hear he, he was back to something approaching his best anyway which is which is good to yeah. hear so yeah the other thing I, I, you say I saw that, that save on the highlights um, and yeah it was unlucky but there was another moment on the highlights I saw which is where Bolton appeared to just fall into a massive hole in the pitch uh, and fall over. That was <laughs> awkward. Oh dear. That was very, very awkward. Um, yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't good. So yeah, um, he um, <laughs> just kind of fell over a bit like Mangala did um, just this evening against um, West Ham. 
um, yeah. which which triggered um, um, Guardiola into a fit of rage. Um, I'm not surprised <laughs> he got back to his um, his seat, got his phone out, and texted the director of football saying, "And see, see, this is what I've got yeah. to work with." But yeah, I felt for him, and you could see he was pretty gutted at the end because obviously it was great save. So let's explain it. So he slips over in the middle of the pitch. Um, the the young striker for Moore comes running through. Um, McGillivray comes out, stands strong. So Michael esque and the ball hits him um, mm. and save. And it's worth noting that it's a good point to talk about Craig McGillivray. He was yes. good. He was good. very good again. And and um, we hope we don't lose Dean Henderson because he is a class player. But if he does, I won't be too worried. Obviously, we need a new goalkeeper um, to kind of add, add to the squad. But he had a really, really good game again. Um, he came and caught the ball. He clearly communicates well. Um, he's a good shot stopper, um, and he always seems to make the right decisions. So, yeah, he had a good game. I don't think he's had a bad game for us. No, he so hasn't. Far. I, I think he's been really good every time he's he started a game for us. Obviously, the the international break and the two FA Cup games. So it was, it was Warsaw was the one at international break, wasn't it? I can't, I can't remember the other game was now. Maybe it was up at Doncaster. Can't it was remember. the other FA Cup game, the older shot game he played in, wasn't it? Yes, and then yeah, it was that as well. So I think he's maybe there's about four or five games yeah. now, and he's obviously played in the... The Czechoslovakia Trophy as well, yep. where we've obviously had some reasonable results apart from the last one. Yep. Um, but yeah, I don't think anyone could say he's had a bad game yet. No, and so I agree with you. It does it does sort of um, lower the pressure a little bit in, the, in in losing Henderson in the same way that Bryn Morris coming in and playing so well in the last few games has lowered the pressure about us losing, say, Ben Godfrey. So let's not, you know, we, those are two fantastic players on loan that we've got. But we shouldn't, you know, be throwing the baby out with the bathwater if we lose either of them because one, we've got someone who could do a job at least. And I've no doubt that we'll be able to go out and get something else in, um, which I think we're going to talk about at some point, maybe next week, can't we, about the January transfer window. So, yeah, let's not worry too much about that. But, um, yeah, I think I think it's good to hear that um, he's McGivory played, is playing um, that Yeah, well. he's played, I just had a look, um, he's played um, seven games in total yep. now. That's um, so that's um, three in the league trophy, and that's two in the league and two in the FA Cup, so seven in total. Um, and... Yeah, I wonder how many... He must have a couple of clean sheets in there. So, yeah, fair yeah, play to him. Yeah, I imagine so. Well, we've got one for the, both of the FA Cup games. Yeah, he did, so yeah. Far, so that's at least two, isn't it? But um, talking of goalkeepers, I think it was probably about now in the second half where our other goalkeeper, the, the <laughs> man that is slowly becoming the legend that is Dean Henderson, just suddenly decided to turn up with no hair in the West Stand and proceed to get everyone very excited about things. Yeah. Um, what did you make of it? When did you first spot he was there? What was going on? I spotted it quite early on because you could just kind of tell that people were moving around a bit differently. Um, and I noticed um, there's, got, there's a picture of him um, with some fans and I assumed it was he was in the, the opposite stand, the posh stand, but he wasn't. Mm. He was in the West stand. So, um, yeah, for those who don't know, um, in the week um, he shaved his head off. So he got rid of his perm and shaved... Shaved his head off? Yeah, he shaved his head. <laughs> shaved his hair off? Shaved his hair off, yeah, his head off. He shaved his hair off um, <laughs> for charity for a local um, children's um, hospice in Shrewsbury called Hope. Uh, and then all the okay, players sure. yeah, put some money together. And, yeah, he was going round with what I must assume is one of the, um, the ladies who works for Hope um, collected mm. money. And, yeah, he he was taking loads of selfies and um, yeah that was quite funny so yeah it was nice of him to do that and yeah he got a, he got a nice reception uh, yeah he was getting Ben Godfrey chance going wasn't he yeah I think well at the, one point, people he was... started the Shrewsbury Town fans this is when the Shrewsbury fans came into life so then they Good. started chanting a bit about Dino and then they asked him to do a chant and then he yeah he did the Ben Godfrey chant first brilliant um, and then, then he did the one about going to the championship later on oh, awesome so yeah I, I, I'll have my say on it I think I think it's bloody fantastic. Yeah, we were winning by then as well. I think he would have done it if we were losing. I'd... Fair enough. But the, the interaction between, you know, players coming into a stand, and we've had it a few times with, like, you know, ex-players coming and sitting with us, haven't we? Like Nolan at Warsaw, yeah. for example. And, and it's fantastic to see that those those players have still got a link with the fan base. And, you know, this is a kid who's on loan from Man United. I, 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 I think the more about it, the more I think about it, the more I think it does show how... 
the the education that, that, that these young players are getting when they're coming through these sort of elite performance academies at say Man United or Man City, that education and, and the, the way they're brought up to obviously be fantastic human beings and, and good lads. Do you know what I mean? It, no, I think that maybe, says a lot about it. But I, but you might, it, I, well, go on. I think I don't. I think I think that obviously at Man United they have media training. Um, yeah, yeah, but yeah. I wouldn't say that that has. Uh, I would say there's. I think this is him. This is personality. Now, uh, no, I wasn't. Yes, yeah. I. Yeah, but interestingly, I right at the end of the um, the full interview on iFollow, uh, Lewis Cox is asking some questions, Paul Hurst about Henderson, um, and I've yeah I've, I've kind of hidden it in the agenda, but um, so I'm going to say <laughs> what he says now. So then you'll you'll love this. It's really really yeah, funny. I heard this. So he said he's different. He said he's lucky he's got a girlfriend, because um, because she, <laughs> she should dump him after that haircut. And then oh, then God. he goes, then he thinks for a second, and he goes, "Yeah, he's different. He's really different." <laughs> <laughs> and then he's, that's amazing. And then he says, um, and then he says, "Yeah, there's yeah, you, know, you hear about the old thing about goalkeepers being a bit crazy and stuff, but." I think he wanted to say like he's absolutely mental or something. I think he just like <laughs> he wanted to say something, but yeah, he's um he's definitely um he's a de- he's definitely a character. Let's put it that way. So yeah, that was quite funny. I thought oh, you'd enjoy that. But that's it. I like characters in the game. I really like characters in the game. Like one of the reasons I like Granderson is because he was a character. He wasn't yeah. the greatest footballer, but he, well, he was a good footballer. I <laughs> you go back. He was also. He was also a character, wasn't he? And yeah. I've always liked those characters we've had over the years. You know, the ones that have had a little bit of a spark, or there was something funny that they did that got them in, engaged with fans. And I, I think it's, I think it's brilliant. I think what he did was really good. And I think the fact, I think he raised a couple of hundred quid extra as well from from Saturday, asking for fans for contributions. So, yeah, brilliant, brilliant cause, brilliant lad. I, I, I'll be gutted if we don't keep him all season. I, th- yeah, I think he'll do him the world a good stare because he's he's learning a lot. Because if we do something as well, you know, he'd want to get that yes. kind of record, record, you know, kind of thing. He'd be want to be part of that. So, yeah. So hopefully, uh, so. Back to the football. Um, back to football, yeah. Yeah, back to football. So Morris um, came on um, um, up front. Um, so then, yeah, then Payne went on to the left flank. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, and we had a few. So Morris did a really nice ball to Carlton Morris, who t- turned and had a really hard shot. Um, and then there was another chance where Rodman, this is one, isn't it, on the highlights, where Rodman cut in um, and then um, passes the ball really hard to Dodds. Um, and to be fair to Dodds, um, the kind of player kind of got him his way, and then it hit him, and it was yeah. just like so fast and quite hard that it just kind of hit him in, and kind of went out for a, a, a goal kick. Mm. So, so yeah, plenty of chances, and I really thought um, that you know there was you know there was plenty of me. Oh, um, you know I'm in arms in the second half. I think I was going to get my ninety quid. Um, so yeah, so that that kind of helped me have this kind of you know make it a bit more of an exciting second half. But yeah, yeah, that was that was the the summary. But of job the game. done, yeah, job exactly, done, yeah. won it, Arlie. Yeah, there we go. I mean, you're going to do your top three in a minute. Yeah. One of the other players who's not in your top three and we haven't mentioned, I just thought it was quickly worth my, my, me asking you about, was obviously, I think there was a, I think of the, of the last two losses, I think there was a little bit of some people starting to just have a little bit of a pop at Beckles. But um, what was Beckles, I just wanted to know what Beckles was like really during the game. He he came into contention for my top three. Oh, excellent. He was oh, really, really good. There was a few That's times good. where we kind of got the ball and kind of charged forward. There was actually one time we attacked and he um, he was up, played up front. He got the ball, <laughs> did a one-two from someone, um, ended up playing on inside left flank um, and then was in oh, the awesome. box. But yeah, he was really assured, um, really strong. You know, a few times, yeah, he's, you know, he's kind of his football ability came in. So yeah, he wasn't great um, in the, from the recent games, but he was really solid. Um, and Totes did a few times, he was solid as well. Um, yeah, I would say, you know, no one had a particular 
particular, no one had a bad game. Mm. Um, yeah, I think um, your brother's right, you know, in terms of the sense that Payne didn't take his chances, but wouldn't go as far as Mike went. But um, yeah, everyone had yeah. kind of average, you know, good to average performances. Uh, okay. But in terms of my top three, um, yeah. I went for I went for Bryn Morris. Um, okay. I thought he was excellent, um, absolutely excellent. Some of his passing, um, long-range passing, was brilliant. He was always looking yep. for the ball. Um, and obviously, he's a, he's a different de- um, defence midfielder than Godfrey. He's more of, obviously, mm. that kind of deep-lying playmaker. I mean, the kind of the Woods mould, really. You know, Woods was very similar to him in that sense. Um, yep. And he was good. He was played really well. And, yeah, I was really pleased. So I, I kind of went for top three for him um, because of his kind of, like, worth effort and also, yeah, his contribution to the game. He was really good. Um, but very close to him was Nolan. Nolan was just class, absolutely yep. class. Um, and yeah, Paul Hurst was very. Then, if you heard this, Paul Hurst in mentioned him. In, he said that he said because Wally got the sponsors man of the match, didn't he? And he didn't agree with it. And I think I'm not sure if Lewis Cox gave him that. I'm not. I'm not too sure. But he was definitely on Lewis Cox's tweet. Um, I'm not mm. sure if Nolan. But yeah, he um, Paul Hurst was quite strong in, in his words. So he said <laughs> that. Um, he said that Wally should not have got man of the match, um, <laughs> and he said that um, he said that yeah he said that um, Nolan was the best player on the pitch. Um, so yeah, so that, I thought that was quite interesting. He clearly rates yeah, well, him, and he... yeah, he Nolan Nolan did quite a lot of good passing. And he was yeah quite influential in the game. I tell you, actually, probably who I thought was probably our worst player, um, Ben Godfrey. Now this is interesting because down later on in the agenda, I was scribbling some things down. And you were talking about something, and I'm going to ask you this question now. But and this again comes from just chatting to my brother this afternoon. But Abu Go goes back next week. Yeah. And my question to my brother, which is the question I was going to ask you for the podcast, was: You can still ask me. Yeah, I'm going to ask you who <laughs> would you drop for Abu Gogo next week? Because my brother's answer was Ben Godfrey. Because and he's seen a lot of the recent games. He was like he thinks Ben Godfrey's come down a couple of levels, and he wouldn't drop Ben Morris. He absolutely loves Nolan like the rest of us do, and he wants Abs back in the team. Which is really, it's a really interesting conundrum, isn't it? You know, you wouldn't have thought that we would be saying that about Ben Godfrey maybe a couple of weeks ago. But yeah, what, what do you think about that? First of all, what what do you think about you know who we bring back in for abs? And also, yeah, what were you going to say about Ben Godfrey? About yeah, he just he doesn't he like he was. I think play. I think I don't think he's good enough going forward. So Paul Hurst a couple of weeks ago, um, you know, said that Ben Godfrey, um, sorry, Bryn Morris was the better footballer. Um, Godfrey's mm. um, obviously got his um, you know physicality now. I don't know what kind of um, NK Don's midfield is like, um, whether it's a physical midfield or whether it's a pacey midfield. But yeah, I think if I was to pick my midfield three today, right now, it'd be a Bin Morris Morris sitting, Nolan and a go-go. Nolan and a go-go in front of Bryn would be very interesting, wouldn't it? You know, both of them pacey, both of them, you know, athletic. Um, and yeah, that would be quite a, an interesting duo in the centre of the park. It's fantastic that that conundrum now exists yep. because we were so worried about only having oh, three man, Remember last and, season when we had, what was his name? We had some really poor centre midfielders. Um, Ian Black. Ian Black. And <laughs> what was that um, other guy at the beard uh, who lost his mojo when Deegan? he came off? Yeah, Deegan and yeah. all those lots. So yeah, it's nice to God, have some man. Yeah, really good footballers um, in the park, middle of the park at the moment. Yeah, it's interesting, isn't it? As I say, God, Godfrey was probably the most undroppable and, and he's won a lot of Man of the Match votes from us this season. But yeah, it's, I suppose it's good for him to have some pressure now on his position as well. It's only going to probably help help his level go up. But um, yeah, it's an interesting question, actually, I think, yeah. that, um, which is good. But yeah, in, yeah, good good top three, I think, and, and good to see Nolan and Morris uh, having such good yeah, games. Yeah, so sorry, um, I, d- I didn't say Wally was third. Oh, yeah, well, yeah, sorry, I was jumping ahead. But yeah, you yeah, said Wally was third. And, and Wally also won another award this week. My mum's confirmed that she's his favorite, he's her favourite player now. So okay. there we go. <laughs> 
So all these important things yep. that you need to know about my mum because she features a lot. But um, yeah, she said that she thought he was really good and she was she was here man, man of the match as well on Saturday. But um, obviously a lot of people felt like that, didn't they? Because yep. the, the sponsors gave it him and I think that um, Lewis Cox did as well. So there we go. It's good that we've got lots of people standing out yep. for a man of the match again on a Saturday. So um, there we go. I, I noticed you've done a couple of the three-word match Yeah, I, I kind of didn't do it on the... I didn't do it on the, uh, the Saturday. I forgot. So I did it this afternoon. Um, see, the first guy to respond was Keith um, Alexander and he said, here we go. Um, which is yeah, looking forward to the third round. Um, yep. Quite a few about Dino is a um, you know he's a proud Slopian. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> that was one of the chances. Well, people were sounding that Spurs away, please. West Ham away, please. Um, Trevor in the third round. Um, John Dunn win all three. You know he's. I think that's mm. getting a bit too excited. Um, and then yeah, there was quite a few people kind of saying yeah, that Man United next. And Mark Mark Trentham was said um, just did enough, which I think is a fair fair summary of the game. Yeah, that's fair enough. We'll throw forward to next round and, and yeah. our thoughts on that in a minute, Ollie. But yeah, we'll, we'll cover it off now with obviously what, what else Paul Hurst had to say. We've, we've said a few of his things, but um, yeah, he was obviously pleased to be in the next round of the cup yep. um, from reading your agenda. But what else did you have to say? I've not had a chance to listen to it today, Ollie. Yeah, so he was pleased we're in the third round, open up some exciting opportunities. Um, he he said the performance was okay in bits, averaging others, comfortable afternoon, few few moments of quality, won us the game job done, but not much more than that, um, which mm. is a fair summary of the game. You know, he always he does you know. He does always like link in terms of, and yeah, he's normally pretty honest. Um, he said that Dodds deserved a goal for his cameo, um, okay. and he did well. And he said that um, he won't actually be watching the draw because he'll be at a game on Monday. So I'm not sure where that will be, but he's like, watching yeah. a game, another game. So I thought it was interesting. I wonder if, yeah, I wonder if our rivals coming up in the next few weeks have got an FA Cup game. Yeah, we'll have to look at that. Go along, yeah. So yeah, but it's an FA Cup game or what? I'm not sure, but yeah, it just kind of mm. shows you know they're they're full in um, full in January transfer mode. <laughs> to be honest with you, knowing Hurst, he's probably just watching a player that he wants to well, sign in January. The FA Cup game, there's Sly versus Rochdale, and then Championship Birmingham City Wolves. Yeah, I don't think he's going to go and see Mongolia versus Indonesia. Um, so it must be one of those two the <laughs> FA Cup FA Cup Roland, Roland's definitely not paying for the trip to Mongolia no, there's a few Serie A <laughs> games but um, yeah I think um, I think he's either going to Slough or to Birmingham considering it's going to be Rochdale yeah, isn't it considering, yeah. well Slough is a long way from Yorkshire so either yeah you imagine oh, yeah. he's going to see Rochdale um, I don't think he'll be going to see Birmingham versus Wolverhampton because any players playing in those games won't be coming wanting to go to League One so yeah I think it's yeah. Slough Rochdale unless he's going to an under 23 game but yeah so um, he was very forceful, as I said, on Wally not man of the match. I thought it was worth repeating that again. Um, and he would like a home tie and a winnable home tie, um, where he obviously said that he wouldn't be. You know, obviously, the fans would love a um, you know a big a big team. Um, and he was also thinking in terms of finances. And clearly, um, you know, in terms of his budget, playing away at Man United or Spurs uh, would be fantastic because obviously that would put us a lot of money in the coffers. Yeah. So yeah, so that was it really. So um, so interesting. Um, Interesting, a few interesting things, yeah. but not too much to say because uh, it wasn't that an exciting game. And then the only other thing we we're going to touch on now before we quickly move to predictions, Ollie, because was we're going to, you know, it is a bit of a bugger really because we don't want to talk about these sort of things. But um, for the second week in a row, apparently there was a bit of trouble after the game. Yeah. Um, now you know we're not here to say what happened because one, I wasn't even there, I wasn't even in the county. But some Morecambe fans reportedly uh, put onto you know social media that Shrewsbury Town fans had put through a window, and obviously we don't know if that's true or not. But apparently from some witnesses that were there on the day, 
a scuffle of some kind broke out again on the property of the football club. So obviously after Bradford, there was a massive a massive ruck around the back of the West Stand and the South Stand after that game. And obviously we had a pitch invader in that game as well. And, you know, three things in, in two weeks, it's not great for the football club, is it? it? It doesn't make us look good as a set of fans. You know, it's embarrassing, to be honest with you. I, I, you know, I've, I've said this many times on the podcast, but there's not one thing I've ever been involved in before hooliganism. There'd be nothing that would ever make me get involved in it. And I just wish it'd bugger off again, to be honest with you. And I do wonder whether, because it happened at Bradford and the football club never commented on it, they never said they were going to crack down on it, they never said that this behaviour is unacceptable, whether it's actually allowed the fans that did that to think, well, we're untouchable. And that's probably not the case, but you do wish the football club would come out and speak out against these sorts of incidents happening. I've seen nothing, Ollie, and obviously no, we, we watch everything that comes out of the football club. And I just think that they ought to just be saying, look, we're not going to take this. We're, we're supposed to be a, you know, a family club. We want to win these family awards. We want to do things safely. And I know there's a new safety officer there, so he's probably under quite a lot of pressure at the moment. You just wish they'd come out and say something, wouldn't you, about it? Yeah, I'd hope so. There was, yeah, there was a few contradiction messages, wasn't there? There was um, someone said he watched, watched the whole thing and it was actually they put the window through. So we're not really sure exactly, what happened. Exactly, yeah. No, we don't um, know but, yeah, these 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 idiots um, need to bugger off because they're not football fans and they're not. And it's no. interesting. And it's in, I think I didn't like also is the Morecambe fans saying, "Oh, look at Shrewsbury fans, they're like this." Well, no, they're not. And also the same kind of breath. Then that means we're all English, and we're all British, <laughs> and we're all European, we're all human. So you're kind of tarnishing everyone with the same brush. So it's a bit pathetic. Oh, we're not European anymore. Did you not? We are at the moment. You know, <laughs> we are for a little while. Um, but um, <laughs> but yeah, it's it's just, oh, it's just pathetic, isn't it? It is pathetic, and and, and same for the, for same for the Morecambe and Bradford fans that were involved in it as well. Equally stupid fans. You know, we're not saying Shrewsbury Town fans that were involved in this are no or or we're, you know trying to throw them under the bus. I just think anyone that ever gets involved in trying to punch another person or throw a glass bottle at someone or smash a car window because of football is a weak-minded fool. Yeah. You know, it's a frigging game at the end of the day. It doesn't matter how many times someone chanted at me, you're Welsh and you know you are. I, well, I don't care. You know, especially on Saturday. That's the thing I couldn't get. If, if trouble happened after the Morgan game and town fans had won, what what could anyone say to you for, to cause you to get really aggravated with someone? Now, if an, if an assault took place and someone did something or someone threw a bottle at you and you said, well, I'm going to react to that, as, as I believe some people have been trying to justify it was, even then, you don't. You, you've... You'd have to report it to the police or take it to the next relevant authority. Yeah. And I know the football club know what happened last week against Bradford. And I, I, yeah, I, the next time we have an Ask Brian feature, I'm going to ask him this question to say, look, what were the net results of these? Is there something because the, the, the steward in the end of the Bradford game was terrible that that gate got left open yeah. and that it, that could occur. And also, you know, I get that we can trust our fans to walk out of the stadium main entrance with other fans coming out normally. But is there anything that that prompts the football club to think about how they secure? the safety of fans leaving their site because both of the things happened on their site. So it's a tricky one for the football club. And, and as I say, these sorts of things do come back to you. You know, if anyone reports it to the FA, they'll have to answer as to what went on, I suppose. Yeah, so it's not Something good. to keep an eye on. Yeah, it's not yeah. good. It's obviously, it's the club didn't incite it, but yeah, they got to take a further no, hand on this. And, completely agree. Yeah. You know, we're not blaming the football no. club. It, it is moronic fans yeah. who want to get involved in stuff like that. But there you go. I, I'm not, I don't care. So, I so yeah, should we, but it, should we put a line in there and then talk about yeah. predictions and looking ahead to next Saturday? So we should just say predictions. We both went 3-0, Ollie, yeah. for, the, for the last game. So a uh, point each for us there, yeah. which means you're still ahead by two. Um, and we're going to predict the MK Dons next game, but, uh, game next. But we'll just talk about the next round because it's interesting. I've seen a few people talking about who they'd want and obviously Hurst wants a big club away for the money and you know a few people want a winnable home game and lots of things. I, li- I like stories with things, Ollie. I think that should should we draw West Ham at home or away it's guaranteed TV money for a start because there's a there's a lot of the yeah. about Joe Hart there's a lot of David Moyes as well yeah. you know that connection and 
Yeah, and it's a, and they're crap. They so crap. them playing well, that away play is all a, right today um, in the very well, defensive yeah. style. But I didn't see that. I watched them against Everton, oh, and they were yeah. god awful. Um, so it's a game they could potentially come unstuck against, especially if they try and rest players because they've got this horrible run coming up. So I thought of all the teams out there at the moment in terms of the sort of slightly bigger teams we could potentially. You know, do a do a do a beating on at home. I think West Ham at home. I think that'd be quite fun. Yeah, a few people have said that it came up in the um, three word yeah. match report. So for me, someone said to me Spurs away, but we've been to Wembley quite a few times. So for me, I think that's a bit of a boring <laughs> one. Um, and it's terrible. I'd like to go to um, you know a historic club. So um, away at. Um, Milton Keynes. No, I'm joking. Um, away at um, <laughs> Liverpool or away at Man United. I think I think away at Liverpool would be my favourite. Um, you never know. We can even maybe even see Salah take a shot and go out for a throw-in. Um, yeah, again, yeah, that's true. So yeah, so I think Liverpool Chelsea. away is my one. If not a home to someone like I don't know, Barnet are still in there. Um, Exeter are still in there. Um, Hereford, potentially. Yeah, Crawley um, or a few others. Yeah, so Halifax Town or Macclesfield. We haven't played them for a while. So mm. either Whitehawks or someone at home, you know, someone, you know, a lower league team at home, get through to the next round. Um, because mm. obviously the, the, the odds of getting a, you know, the, the probability of getting a big team in this round is quite hard because still a lot of new teams in, there's still a lot of teams in the draw. So there's 80 teams in the draw. Some of them, yeah, 80 teams in the draw. So that's, you know, one in four chance to, mm. to get um, Liverpool, for example. So. Yeah. Well, I look forward to getting Fleetwood away. Fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be what it is, isn't it? It'll be yeah. a standard thing. So, yeah, we should, we'll should. we probably put a question up on the, the Twitter account, won't we, and ask for everybody's thoughts about who they'd want, and we'll sort of see what people wanted, and, and we'll come back, and then next week when the draw's been done, and see whether anyone got it right. But, um, yeah, there we go. Uh, and we're just going to, we're not going to split this or anything, we're just going to go through yeah. this and try and keep it quite quick, but... Um, Next game, back to back to league action. I am going to be there, even though I said I was, and uh, I definitely am now. Um, MK Don's away next week, Ollie. Uh, I'm going to go, as I just said. Are you going to be there? Yeah, I I've booked my train tickets. Yep. Booked oh, my train tickets this afternoon. Um, so yeah, um, going to that one. So yeah, getting the train. So that should be good. I can. 300, 400 for town fans, that'd be a pretty good, pretty good show. 400, I think we should get more like 500 or something, I think. Reckon? Yeah, why yeah, not? We maybe. took took like 700 to Doncaster, why not? Yeah, true enough, true enough. But it is Christmas as well, so who knows. But Yeah, yeah. well, there's a big retail park next door, so take the wife, leave her in there, and uh, <laughs> there you go, you can go and come watch the match while she's shopping. Um, yeah, but it's going to be another tough game, isn't it? Obviously, we've, we've a bit... So you know, three losses from four in the league. So this is a this is a quite a big game for us, really, isn't yeah. it? Trying to right the right the ship in the league. Um, MK Dons have, have been middling, haven't they? Yeah, they're not doing very well. They're sixteenth in the league, um, with twenty four points. So they're only four points ahead of Gillingham um, and Wimbledon. So you know, um, so they're not having a very good season. Um, the last three league games, they lost away at Doncaster two one. They drew with Southend one all, and they drew with Charlton two all. Um, so oh. they're not on a yeah not on a great run. Obviously they win they won in the FA Cup four one against Maidstone. Um, they were losing one mm. nil at half time. Um, so that's yeah. So interesting game. Um, what do you reckon? I take it. I think even though I'd like us to win and get back to winning ways, I think just to right the ship a little bit in a tough away game, I think I'd be more than happy with the point on Saturday. So you're going to so, go um, for. I'm going to go for. I think. I think I'm going to go for two two. Two two. Feeling okay. like a could be a decent game. Okay, I'm going to go for two one two Salah. Oh yes, well done. So I. yeah, so that's what I'm going for. That's what I think is going to happen. <laughs> I think I think we're going to play Bryn Morris a go go and Nolan, and I think those those guys are going to run riot. Um, mm. Oh well, hopefully so because we shall be there and we shall be back next week to talk about it. But um, 
yeah, hopefully it will be another week. Yep, so cheers, guys. Thanks for listening again. Please follow us on Twitter. Um, yeah, so, and please join in the fun on there. And yeah, um, send us questions, whatever. And um, yeah, we'll have to get some guests on soon, Glenn, because um, we haven't had one for a while. Yeah, we've, it, we've been a very busy set of, of boys recently, and, and some of these podcasts have been uh, <laughs> being recorded at the end of very busy weekends. Yeah. And I think with Christmas coming up, if you look at the last year's podcast, we didn't have too many guests um, no. in the in the few weeks before Christmas, but afterwards. But I think into January, I think we'll try and get one in every yeah. week in January or February. And Is mix Mike it up going a little to bit, Milton, but, um, Milton Keynes? No, no, no. no. I could ask my son, but he is six, and he'll be in bed. By he the time might be more podcast, insightful Ollie. than you, but yeah, let's, let's see. Let's see. Let's well, let's yeah. Hey, do you know what, Ollie? While we're talking about that, this is this is a, a proud moment in a Shrewsbury Town fan's dad. You know, he's a dad's life. My son, I've been away all weekend, and when I came back, one of the first things he said to me was, "Hey, Dad, we won yesterday," oh. and I was like, "Bang! You got it, Rory. You 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 finally joined the indoctrination." So he's of officially a Shrewsbury Town fan now because he's exactly he's yeah. Oh, that's cool. It's when, it's, when it's we. It's, so it's, it's, so, that, so it's the it? day-to-day, the first day that Rory is officially a Shrewsbury Town fan, though? Maybe, yeah, because he still wears his Chelsea shirt every now and again. I'm gonna oh, have to incinerate. To, I don't like <laughs> that. You have to incinerate that at some point before he gets too old to realise. But, um, yeah, I think that's a, I think that's a fair, fair shout. Good place to yeah, leave it. Yeah, it's a good place go. to another, leave it. Yeah, young fans. Another fan exactly. for the future. Yeah. All right. Well, I shall see you at MK yep. Dons. And, uh, yeah, we shall... I'll probably take the, the video, the recorder, actually. We'll try and get some yep. Town fans' views, yeah, actually, from MK Dons. That'd be a good idea. And, um Yes, have a good week, guys. Uh, Back to the league, and we shall catch up with you next week. Cheers, guys.